Hi, this is Tony Tolado, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our own humanity. Leah Thompson is an actor and enjoying now a directing career as well. We spoke about a movie she was in at the time. and Yes, we talked Back to the Future in just a moment of time. We talked about her film at the time, Final Approach. Here she is. I did see the movie over the weekend. You did? I haven't even. Yeah, I, I really liked it. I thought it was, boy, it was really, really had me on the edge of my seat a little bit there, I'll tell you. That's what people say. That's yeah. what people say. Was it, how many hours was it? I watched the, uh, the three-hour version. And because uh, there's also the four hour, which will be for the DVD release. Um, was I still in the three hour version? Very much so. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are in the three hour version. But uh, no, no idea. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Once they cut these things, you don't know what they do with them. But uh, no. but uh, no, it was good. I really, really liked it. It was uh, it kept you going. I mean, it really didn't lag. It just really kept hitting you, you know, every few minutes with something. And oh, that's good. I, I like the director, Armand. I've worked with him a bunch of times. He seems to be able to pull it off, you know, especially because they have not that much money to spend on these things. I think he does a really great job. Well, you wouldn't know that. I mean, you really wouldn't know that. They really didn't. It didn't. It certainly didn't look anything cheap or anything like that. I mean, it was just cut beautifully. I mean, it was a really, you have to really cut quick with these kind of films. Right, right. And, right. Uh, and keep the pace going. You know, your character had some good moments where, you know, literally debating uh, and fighting. You know, talk about stand by your man, you know, that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that is a stand by your man kind of part, huh? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I know. That's a good, well, I'm, that's nice of you, then. Thank you for telling me that. In many cases, yours was the only character that even had faith. And, uh, and Dean Cain's character of Jack. So, I mean, I was, uh, it was really, really cool. I mean, I, I liked that part of it. And you're gently nudging Ernie Hudson a couple of times, especially, you know, towards the end. It's like, what, what about him? What about him? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Well, I like the cast. It was really fun. Oh, what a great cast, yeah. 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 Working with Richard Roundtree. I know, that was the best. <laughs> He's a great guy. I loved him. Oh, he's a ter terrific actor, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, the writers of this piece actually write for, um, you know, the heroes. You know, the TV series Heroes. They've written episodes for it. So. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they don't... You're just filling me with all kinds of information. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. But so I knew it was going to be a good script because they write... The show is fantastic, and that's probably how they got Richard because he was on the show and doing a great job on there, too. Oh. Yeah, he played a, he played a character that was dying of cancer, and one of the heroes was actually his male nurse. And uh, so he, they had a lot of great scenes together. Yeah, is, that's a great show. It, it is, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a really great show. I mean, was, how did you get offered this part? Is it just something you heard about, or how did that happen for you? No, I'd worked with Armand, the director. Okay. And I'd done a lot of movies for the Hallmark Channel. So yes. They, they were just missing me. They were like, well, come play with us. We miss you. <laughs> that's great. So that's what I did. It was really, really fun because I knew that. I knew. I didn't know the crew, but I knew that because they have different crews. But I knew, you know, Armand. Armand actually, I believe, was staying in my guest house at the time. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. That's why he just walked up the driveway and said, "Leah, you want to work here on this movie?" <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I did like that, and you know, having Dean Kane as a as as a husband is not a bad thing. 
It was awesome. <laughs> He's so cute. Yeah. Um, so nice. A lot of my scenes, I'm not actually with him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I did get to hug and kiss him, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I should see the movie. I'm, I, sometimes I really like to wait and watch it right on sure. the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It takes on some more excitement. Oh, yeah. It's going out there. Yeah. And then Michael Hall is the heavy, and boy... What a performance, man. He really was not a nice man, to say the he least. He is great. <laughs> he did an excellent job. He really did. I love him in that that show he does on, um, on the, what is it called? The Dead Zone. The Dead Zone. Is that still on? Did they still make no, it? No. Actually, uh, unfortunately, they canceled it last year. So oh. the, the DVD release is now the final season, as it turns out. But it was uh, one of the best Stephen King adaptations ever done. It was really a great show. I wonder why they canceled it. That was so good. A lot of times it's money when uh, a show reaches a certain point and the actors are at a certain point. Rather than pay them the extra that they're due, they just kind of cut everything and and go from there. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's such a different... The business is changing so fast, nobody can even figure it out. Weird. But I'm sure that the DVDs have sold very well in the past, and I'm sure the final season will sell well. Mm-hmm. But uh, this guy was such a departure from Johnny, who's always out to help people, and right. <laughs> this guy's out to help himself. So I, I kind of dug that part of it, and you can tell he was having some fun with it, too. I know. He, he can definitely, <laughs> you know, chew the scenery in a fantastic way and really make you want to watch while he eats it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. He's great. Mm-hmm. I, he pulled me around by my hair for a whole day, and that was an unforgettable experience. I think I still have a bald patch. <laughs> what was interesting, I mean, I'm not going to give away anything, but the the final scene in that in that area that, that was shot, that was amazing. I mean, where did they find this place? It was amazing. Yeah, the, um, the airplane graveyard. Yeah. It was amazing. That was an amazing. I love Armand. He picks really great locations. That's just out in the desert. Wow. It's just sitting there. It's crazy. People just land their planes there for the final time, and they strip them. Actually, you know what? I just saw a piece on TV mm-hmm. where a woman bought a plane from there and is building her whole house around it. Like, no. Like, taking pieces of the wings, <laughs> and those that's the roof. Oh, my God. She's, it's a, it was a whole piece on recycling uh, stuff to make your house green, mm-hmm. and she bought an airplane there. Oh, my God. For like $17,000. You know, that's the cheap part. you got to ship it. Oh, of course, of course. Ship part and ship it. But I thought that was really interesting. It was a really fun day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was windy out there on the desert, but it was really fun walking around in that airplane graveyard. I mean, it was, fun. it was funny for me because some of it takes place at Newark Airport, and I live maybe 15 minutes away. <laughs> so that was kind of neat. And, uh, you know, I always watch for continuity mistakes. But uh-huh. uh, but it looked pretty authentic to me from what I saw. So uh, I, it sold me. Good. <laughs> oh, good. Well, I was just happy that I didn't have to shoot on the airplane because that's really painful. They oh, yeah. Being inside one of, you know, a plane, it's like, <laughs> Now, did you do anything for the, the DVD release of the movie, the, like interviews or anything? I might have done, inter- I mean, I probably did interviews, but I have, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Everyone's upset because they're just finally releasing Howard the Duck on DVD. Oh, they are? No kidding. <laughs> There's no special features. Oh. <laughs> they weren't spending one more penny. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, 
boy, as a, as a young actress, literally having to have a love scene with a duck. I mean, that's that's acting. I'm sorry, that's really a great scene. I I know it's I, I've I've been through a lot of different things. <laughs> 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 but my kids won't watch that movie because every time they get to my love scene with the duck, they're like, Mom, got to turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, but I get to sing like a rock star soon. They're like, nope, bye. <laughs> Going to bed. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. Maybe on DVD they might be, they can fast forward to that part. So. Exactly. So exactly. there you go. One of the things that you're also doing is the Jane Doe films. And boy, I mean, talk about, I think the last one, it, it just came out. Uh, this year mm-hmm. uh, now is that does that have like a, a finite ending or does it just leave it open for more maybe no it leaves it open for more oh good I, I don't know um, I know they got really great ratings the second to last one that came out that I directed yeah so you know it's funny because you know that show Gossip Girl yes it like a million it gets like a one share which is I guess theoretically a million people or something like that that's right and it's considered like a giant hit but mm-hmm. the Hallmark Channel like regularly gets two a, a two you know what I mean yeah and it's considered like oh nobody watches that it's so weird that is weird this business is really weird it's all kind of a strange perception so Oh, I agree. I agree. Oh, yeah. I strange. enjoy doing the, the Hallmark movies, but hardly anybody, like in you know New York or LA, watches it. It's just people in the mid- Midwest, in the middle of the country, which I'm proud of. They <laughs> watch it. Oh, they're they're very good. I mean, you know, it's it's a great character for you too. I mean, you've done a lot with her, so uh, you know, I, they've been fun to watch. I mean, you know, they're they're good old fashioned mysteries, you know, and it's good to you know to keep your your brain active during watching something. <laughs> I know it's true, it's true, and I really had a good time. And I'm I thank God for cable because it's a it's a great place for us actors that are you know not 25 <laughs> to work. You know, and it's it's a it's lovely to have a specialized stations, you know, where you can go work. Now, will those be, are, are those available on DVD, or are they going to be going in that direction? Or I don't know, honestly. They don't tell me anything. I mean, they play them all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny, in other countries, someone was telling me that in in um, Indonesia, the only American-speaking uh station is the Hallmark Channel, so I must be a big star there. Wow. On every minute. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think as we taped this, they actually aired a Jane Doe over the weekend. I think yesterday they had one. Really? Yep, they did have one, yeah. Wow, wow. You're on a lot. <laughs> I know, I know, and they run Back to the Future incessantly all the time, every day. Well, yeah, yeah. There's more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. Here's more sci-fi talk with Tony Tolado. Here's more sci-fi talk with Tony Tolado. You mentioned that, and, you know, for a young actress, if you really break down your performance, I mean, you're playing this character and her descendants and, and future descendants at different stages of age. And that, when you look back and you, and you separate all the different performances, that was pretty amazing. For a young actress to pull that off, obviously Robert Zemeckis saw something in you that could do it. Yeah, it was a great part. It was just a great part. I feel so lucky to be mostly known for a part that is that was just great, and I really was good in it. <laughs> you were very good, yes. I did pull off all the different incarnations. I mean, that's an interesting kind of... That would be an interesting acting assignment for anybody to pull off different 
you know, like if your life went a different way, how you would be. Yeah. You know, if I would have stayed in Minnesota, what would I be? If I would have, you know, married that person, how, how would I be? If I, you know, if I was 80, how would I be? You know? Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Just so, I'm so grateful that that, that was that I got that part. Yeah, I mean, you're playing her in the 50s as a young teenager, and then you're playing her as a middle-aged woman, you know, you know, with, with the whole makeup and everything. And uh, Yeah, I played like three incarnations. Yeah, yeah. 47-year-old yeah. Lorraine, and then an 80-year-old, and then the great-grandma, and then, you know, so, yeah, it was, all I can say is it was a great experience. Oh, yeah, yeah I definitely. hope I get something. I remember Robert Zemeckis saying to me, Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, uh, he, he said, you know what, I feel happy knowing that, that that's my middle name. I was like, I know, I know, Leah Back to the Future Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was, there was things you did with your voice, too, to kind of, you know, to kind of hook the audience a little bit. Like, you would, at, at the beginning, you'd almost sound like the older Maggie, you know, and then, and then you'd change to, right. to her, and then it would be your younger voice, and then... He, you know, Michael J. Fox would, you know, would see who you are and he'd be like, oh, you know, that kind of thing. I know. Those were tricky scenes. I mean, yeah. you had to be like, oh, you're safe and sound back in good old 1955. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's nice that you noticed that. Was, oh, yeah. And But Robert Zemeckis is such a precise director. He mm. would give those precise directions. And, you know, I remember this one moment that they just, like, suffered over when I was kissing Michael in the car. Yeah. And they suffered. They couldn't figure out how to shoot it. And, you know, and he wanted one eye to open up. And they couldn't, you know, when I'm kissing him and I go, yeah. he wanted one eye to open up. He had things, like, so specific in his mind. And it was it was hard when you couldn't exactly deliver it exactly the way he wanted it. Yeah. And he would just sit there in his chair and just giggle, you know. <laughs> when things went right, he'd just, like, just giggle. He was just so gleeful when, when his vision was you know, executed, or when you added something to it. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I, your your co-star, you know, who has played your husband in the film, and, and boyfriend at all different stages, Crispin Glover, I mean, he was terrific, and mm. look what he did on Beowulf for Robert, and, and doing, uh, the you know, the Carrie character that he did on that film, uh, you know, of, of Grendel, he was amazing in that. I was really surprised that he gave him that part. Yeah. Because they had such a stormy... Whatever happened was not so great. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Well, because he, they didn't put him in Back to the Future 2 or 3. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. He sued them and he won. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember that. I remember so, that. It's nice that they buried the hatchet. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. But, uh, yeah, the, the movies are classics and uh, they're there to watch. And, uh, you know, again, it's just amazing to me that I think you weren't that far apart in age from Michael J. Fox and you're playing his mom. I thought that was amazing. I know. No, I, he's actually older than me. I <laughs> That's amazing. Uh -huh. That's incredible. You know, yes, now I'm the age that I was supposed to be his mother. <laughs> That's wild. I'm really, I'm really hoping someone, like, comes to me with, like, let's, compare the makeup and see if, how, how I how if they got the makeup right I think I think you did better than the makeup <laughs> you know I've seen this last movie you did better than the makeup trust me thank you you're very welcome thank you and actually you know you mentioned directing I think there's actually a project that you're working on where you're actually producing and directing yes yes and that's the swing and sounds of Jack Armstrong 
Yes. Amsterdam. Amsterdam, yes. excuse me. Just like I, I live near New Amsterdam, so I should know that. <laughs> but, uh, but that sounds fun. That sounds like a really fun idea for a movie. Yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, you know, these independent movies are, are a little bit trying to yeah. get them done, but um, we're working really hard on it, and I'm really excited about it. I, my daughter's a jazz singer, and oh, nice. my mom was a jazz singer, so I, I, it's got a jazz, you know, component in it, and I'm very excited about it. It's very funny and cute. Cool. Last I heard you were in the funding stage right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be a whole other animal, too, to get that done. It is, it is, and uh, it's something new, which is always good. The business is changing so quickly, it's it's interesting trying to keep up with it, you know. Oh, yeah. And um, I really love directing, and, uh, you know, I'd love to see this come come together. So it's a, it's a, it's all a learning experience. Sure, sure. Um, well, they say that usually a, a lot of good directors were actors or know of acting in some capacity. It just makes it easier when you work with actors. So, and certainly, you know, you have the skills for, you know, in front of the camera. So it should translate. And you've directed Jane Doe, so it's not going to be a, a total leap for you. Oh, no, not at all. It'll yeah. probably be, you know, this is a actually smaller scale. Because in the Jane Doe's, there was always an element of a lot of stunts and things like sure, that. Sure, sure. Um, you know, and not a lot of money. So... All of that is um, will be easy for me. It's also the dance and the singing, because I'm a singer and I'm a dancer, so all that's easy for me to imagine and to do and to choreograph and to stage. But it's really fun to be the boss. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you're going from your strengths, so that's uh, that's always a good way to, you know, if you're going to tackle a project like this, that's always a good way to do it. Yeah, and you know what? I've always... Well, you know, when you're the number one, that's what they call you, number one, when you're yeah. the star of something. You know, you really set the, the, the tone for the crew. So no doubt about it, yeah. If someone's a jerk, then everybody's going to have a bad time. And if somebody's cool, then everybody's going to have a great time. There's so many great people in our business, and they just want to work hard and, and make a good product. And so yeah. I, I like being number one because I, I always try or pride myself in creating a nice work environment, you know. I can see that, you know, from what I know of your personality based on your roles and stuff. I mean, you always kind of kind of tackle sim- not similar parts, but parts where the person is usually a good person, you know. So, uh, you know, I think that that's going to be a lot of fun for you. I like to play bad people. But <laughs> it's rare that I get to – I think the only bad person I ever played was in the Beverly Hillbilly. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Villains are always a lot of fun. You know, you, when you when you kind of have your own morality and code, and, and that's always a lot more fun. It's it's uh yeah I know I I always think I'm a natural for that because nobody would believe me. You know what I mean? Like that would be a surprise in a movie that I turned out to be terrible. But it's never happened yet. But the day is young. That's right. Today I'll get that part. That's right. There you go. Speaking of stunts, I, I thought the stunt team on on Final Approach was phenomenal. I mean, they really. They really did some nice stuff, uh, you know, especially in the finale of it. I think people won't be disappointed there. Dean Kane is pretty good, too. He did a lot of, like, rolling and stuff like that and tripping and rolling and shooting, and I was pretty impressed with that. Well, one thing about these movies that's very true, and whenever one of the stars gets hurt, mm-hmm. and then they're shooting, you know, they, they see a scene towards the end, you see them, like, they're either not limping or they're not, you know, they're, they've made like a miraculous recovery. <laughs> but to credit the dean, he 
maintain the continuity of the injuries that he suffers. And I won't tell anybody what they are because people should see it. But I like that. And I just a little thing that he did towards the end, you know, really just kind of kept me in the moment and didn't, you know, allowed, allowed me to kind of go through the journey with him to get to the final, you know, the final finish line and not, you know, break the continuity or break the uh, realism of what was going on. So I really appreciated that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're so smart. That's nice you notice that we do these things and we think nobody ever notices so that's awesome oh no we you know we do i mean there was um there was a there was some nice scenes you had brief scenes with your daughter that i thought was that was really good too when you're with her and you know you're you know you're trying to comfort her and make make sure tell her that her father's okay and i like those scenes too there were you have to have these character moments in there with all the action going on yeah. otherwise you don't care for what the people that are involved yeah that's true that's always a it's always it's always a difficult thing as a writer and as an actor to like create these characters really fast that you care about and then like start shooting at them you know <laughs> it's a, it's it's a challenge and uh, a lot of times it's kind of up to the actors because it, and you don't have that much time because these movies it's, it's an action film for sure sure absolutely yeah I call it it's really a subgenre of action called uh, a techno thriller oh. and and the reason they're called that is because of Mr. Clancy mm-hmm. uh, you know you know it's essentially it's a ticking clock where there's a deadline and it always involves uh, you know either uh, an explosive device or you know, and then actually movies like Die Hard and, and stuff like that also kind of created this genre too mm-hmm. and this one I think is totally within that uh, that range mm-hmm. so uh, you know it's definitely in, in the spirit of like 24 and things like that mm-hmm. that's always I mean 24 is a series just built around that premise mm-hmm. uh, where there's always something that he has to do mm-hmm. so and, and this one is like that very much so so, uh, so fans of that type will will like this kind of movie because that's what hooked me was that kind of thing, and then all of you, and then you know, the people that you were in the movie and stuff like that. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Yeah, it's a good cast. Oh I, yeah. I really like Armand. He's he's the director, and he's he's really great. I really enjoyed working with him. No, they did an excellent job, and uh, it'll be great to, it's good that it's coming out on DVD in the four-hour version, too, where people can see that, and then we can see, compare what was taken out, and, uh, you know, it was good. But it airs uh, this, uh, in the U.S., Memorial Day weekend, so uh, it'll be, I mean, if it's one of those things where if you're at home and, you know, the kids are in bed and you need something cool to watch, this is it. You know, this is a fun thing to watch, especially if you like 24 and those kind of films. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really want to thank you uh, for taking the time. Thank you so much. You're, you're just a delight to talk to. Thank you so much. Thank you. And certainly look forward to anything you do. And certainly uh, good luck with Mr. Amsterdam. Thank you. <laughs> I hope, I'd like to see that. I think it'd be kind of fun. The whole karaoke thing <laughs> should be funny. Thank you. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Great lady, talented artist. Happy holidays. This is Tony Tolado. Hope you enjoyed my Christmas marathon.